Hey ladies, welcome to episode number 30. Today is all about that last minute trip preparation. I'm in the middle of it right now. And also a few really important reminders before you travel. You are listening to Solo Women Travel Tribe Podcast with your host, Zena Jones. Learn, inspire, share, and connect with fellow solo woman travelers from all over the globe. Hey ladies, okay, so welcome back to another awesome episode of Solo Woman Travel Tribe Podcast. Today you might hear some weird noises because as of last week's update, I am out of my house, so I sold my house. So I'm staying around at my dad's place at the moment and I have just had to postpone recording this for like the last hour when it like bucketed down with rain and it was so noisy that I couldn't record it. I can also hear a lot of birds and banging and weird things. So (laughs) hopefully there's not too much background noise, but anyway, I digress. Today we're talking all about last minute trip preparation. I'm in the middle of this right now. I travel in two days off to Central and South America for about five months. So... I've made a bit of a list and I have been ticking heaps and heaps and heaps of stuff off my list, but I wanted to go through some of those important things with you guys. All right, I'm just going to dive straight in. So international driver's license, this is something I went and got yesterday. I don't know if I'm going to drive in Central or South America. First of all, you know, we drive on the left-hand side of the road. I'm guessing that they probably drive on the right (laughs) Um, I've done that a few times in different countries, but especially when I don't know the layout of the land, I'm probably not too keen to drive, but hey, if the opportunity arises and I decide to take it, I want to be prepared. So some countries will require you to obtain an international license from your home country before you travel. Uh, So, you know, I think it's worth being prepared if you think it's a possibility for you. So I went and got that. We get it from what's called the AA here in New Zealand, which is like the road licensing um, service. And it cost, I think, 20 or 25 New Zealand dollars, which is relatively a small amount. I did require a passport photo to get it, and they were able to do that for me because I didn't realize I needed that photo. So they did that as well, and that, um, that cost was on top to have the passport photos. But they're probably pretty handy to have when traveling anyway. Um, I think it's worth pointing out that there are some countries where you will need to obtain a local license. So, for example, in the Cook Islands in Rarotonga, you are required to buy a local license. And I think it was like roughly 20 New Zealand dollars to do that last time I did it. And an international license wasn't required. You just had to show your own driver's license. So it's not going to be required everywhere, but... Hey, if you're thinking that you could possibly end up driving, either investigate it or just go and get it in case. Alright, next. Test out everything you have bought for the trip. So for example, um, any clothes that you've bought, like make sure the shoes fit and that they're comfortable. Um, you know, I bought like a just a plain black singlet the other day and I tried it on and wore it for half a day and I've thrown it in the wash just to have it ready. Just to make sure it's, you know, it's comfortable, it doesn't shrink in the wash and disappear or anything like that. Just make sure everything is, you know, usable and good for the trip. In terms of electronics, so I've gone and got a portable like battery charger 
and I have charged it up but I still need to check that it's going to work so it holds I think roughly four and a half iPhone chargers and I plan to use it when um, you know using my phone to take photos record videos etc and it drains the battery really quick when you're traveling so I want this portable charger to be able to charge my phone up and have it ready when I need it so I do need to test that out I've charged it fully but I haven't tested it to make sure that it works um, and yeah just to make sure that it all is good so things like that really important just make sure everything that you've bought for the trip that you test it out before you go uh, so that you can either replace it or you know refund it take it back or anything like that before you travel another really important thing to do is make sure that you charge everything before you go so I've got like my laptop my GoPro my iPhone things like that I've got spare batteries for the GoPro as well so just making sure that everything is charged up before you go so that you don't have to panic and worry about that um, once you start traveling. Make sure to do a wash and wash everything that you plan to take traveling a couple of days before you go. So I, I don't mean like everything, but anything that you've worn recently. So like I've just thrown in the wash today, a pair of jeans, a singlet, some of my favorite underwear and things like that that I want to take traveling. Um, just so that they are ready to be packed in my bag tomorrow. Just, yeah, make sure that you get them ready. Another really important thing to do is to notify your bank of your travel plans. I found out yesterday when I popped into my bank that I could really, I could do this very easily online. So I logged into my online banking and there was this little bit there that said notify us of your overseas travel. So I went in there and they asked all of the countries I was traveling to and my travel dates so that's really awesome and you want to do that just to make sure that they don't think any of the transactions that you make are suspicious because you're in a foreign country and therefore cancel your cards that has been known to happen I know people who have forgotten to tell their bank and had that happen and that can make it really challenging if you're all of a sudden without funds it can be not cool so make sure you notify your bank Register on the Safe Travel website. Now, I've talked about this before. Here in New Zealand, we have a website called safetravel.govt.nz. It's run by our government, and it is so that we can tell them when and where we're traveling to. They then notify us of any travel warnings, or they're aware that we're traveling in case of an emergency. So, if anything was to happen, say for example a natural disaster was to happen in one of the countries, they would then send you an email and try to call you and contact you to make sure you're okay. They also provide you with the nearest embassy or consulate contact information. So it is just a really, really good service. Now it's not just for New Zealand. There is the services available for Australia, for the UK, for the US and for a lot of other countries as well. So it's well worth doing your research to see if you have it available to you. Therefore, you can go and register in the, um, basically your government knows where you are in case of an emergency. Another one here I've got. Do you have the multi-plugs that you need? So like travel adapters, basically. So I have New Zealand slash Australian based plugs on um, you know on the end of my hair straighteners on the end of my laptop charging cord that sort of thing but they're not going to work 
for me in Central and South America. So I've had to go out and buy a few different universal multi-plugs so that they will, I'll have an adapter to put on the end to make sure it works. Now some people rely on your hotel or your accommodation provider to to um, give these to you or to lend these to you or to provide them to you. I've really not experienced that. I, I don't know if it's because of where I stay, but I'm not used to that. I always take my own and I find it very rare that somewhere I stay will have them. So yeah, just be prepared in case you will need, you know, a, an adapter or a multi-plug, whatever you call it. All right, print off and have copies of your passport, your flight itineraries and your travel insurance details. At the very least, I also print off my accommodation details, any bus tickets, any tour itineraries, anything like that. Have a paper copy. I think it's really important when you arrive in a country and they ask to see your plans or they want to know when you're leaving the country or what you're doing when you're there, you know. When you arrive at immigration, they want to see that sort of stuff and, and your visas and all of that sort of stuff. So the more you have with you, the easier it's going to be, you know, in the event that you need to call your hotel or, you know, tell your taxi driver where to go or, you know, any of that. Often we'll have it saved in our our emails and we could access it through our phone However, you may not be able to connect to Wi-Fi where you are and you may not have like a local SIM card, your phone might not work, all of those sorts of things. So, you know, I think it's worth having those paper copies. At the very least, a copy of your passport, your flight details and your travel insurance information as well. Okay, make sure you have enough medication for the duration of your trip. So if you have anything prescribed to you, so any medication that you need, make sure you've got enough for, so I'm away for five months, so for, for the full five months I need, you know, X, Y, Z. And also anything that you, you do need a prescription for that you can't just buy over the counter, always carry that with you on the plane. Pack that in your carry-on bag because if that goes missing, what are you going to do? So always just remember to put that in your carry-on bag. Before, in the days leading up to your trip, check the weather forecast. So I'm two days, three days away from arriving in Peru. So I've got the Lima weather forecast on my phone. I've got like the little weather app there and I keep checking it. So that way I've got an idea of, you know, how warm or cold it's going to be. You know, what sort of thing to have with me to wear when I get off the plane, when I arrive, what sort of things, should, what should I be prepared for, like is it going to be wet weather, should I consider, you know, making sure I've got my raincoat at the top of my suitcase, or, you know, my umbrella packed in my carry-on bag, things like that, get an idea of what the weather's going to do when you arrive, so that you are prepared for it. <laughs> this one here, always, I always catch myself out on this, separate out your on-the-plane clothes. So what, you know, once you've decided what you're taking with you, decide what you're going to wear on the aeroplane or on the bus, whatever it is. Put it aside. Don't pack it. <laughs> Been there, done that. So put it aside. Don't pack it. That way you've got your, your outfit to wear on the aircraft set aside and it doesn't end up in your bag. Another one here is to make sure that your bills are getting emailed to you 
if they're going to be due whilst you're away. So for example, I have a monthly phone bill that comes through, my cell phone bill, and that will continue whilst I'm away, and that gets emailed to me. So therefore, you know, I know that, you know, this amount is due, this is the date, I can put a reminder on my phone and I can go and pay it, or else you can set up like automatic payments as well for any of your bills, and just make sure that all of that is covered for the duration you're away. You don't want to um, get home to a huge nasty bill. Or have your phone cut off, in my instance, that would be pretty awful too. <laughs> Alright guys, that is it from me. That is my little list here of last minute trip reminders. Hopefully that is helpful to you guys. I know it's been really, really helpful to me. I now need to go and double check that some of the electronics I have bought are all good to go. And I need to do another run through of packing my bag. Um, yeah, must do that. Just want to remind you guys as well, I will be on the road for the next five months. The podcast will continue. I'll be um, launching a YouTube channel out in there somewhere as well. But with the podcast, I'm going to try my best to have it out to you guys on the usual days, times that it comes out. However, due to Wi-Fi, etc., that could be challenging. So I'm just giving you the heads up now. It is coming, but please be patient. It might be early. It might be late. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope I get to meet some of you along the way. I am really looking forward to getting out there and seeing and meeting as many of you as possible. Wishing you all safe and happy travels. Huge love and I will see you soon. Take care guys. Bye. I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. If you would like to ask me any questions or give any feedback or comments, pop on over to Solo Woman Travel Tribe. I would love to hear from you guys and connect. Now, if you want to get your hands on my copy of the top five things you need to know as a solo woman traveler, it's not what you think, then head on over to www.solowomantraveltribe.com forward slash download. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are not already a member of our Solo Woman Travel Tribe, then please come and check us out at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Solo Woman Travel Tribe. Thanks again, and I hope to see you over in the group.